This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with John Van Doren, President of the Board of Altitude Community Fitness, and Andy Bolton, Vice President of the same organization. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Let me ask, I always like to find out how people found this valley. Andy, how did you get here, and how long have you been here? Okay, so I grew up in Pueblo, so I've been coming here since I was a little kid, and always loved the valley. Uh, Lived in Denver for a long time working, and we... 22 years ago, came down here and loved it so much that we bought property and then we built a house and moved here full-time about six years ago. John, how about you? We have not known the area for a long time. My wife and I moved from Bailey, Colorado. We were there for 25 years and uh, wanted to downsize and wanted to get away from the fire danger in Bailey. And our agent suggested Westcliff. We'd never been here and came over uh, through Hardscrabble. Came over and saw the view, and like most people who see it for the first time, decided we could make this work. So we've been here for two years, and uh, we live in town. We lived in Conifer for many years, and the hot dog stand that was in Aspen Park <laughs> ended up in Bailey. It did end up and, in Bailey. And yeah. now it's moved up toward the South Park, as I recall. Yes. Uh, It keeps moving. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorite places. So uh, that's good. Uh, John, a little bit about the early history of Altitude Community Fitness. Well, what I understand is it started with with actually the Seiferts and then became Altitude Community Fitness under the banner of uh, Custer 2020. So we're a DBA, 501c3. It started as a for-profit club, Club America. And after a few years, the Altitude Community Fitness took over. And then after another couple of years, they managed to pull together the funds to purchase the building and the land. And it's been running as uh, Altitude Community Fitness since, I think, 2008. I know people always like to give a shout out to board members because they're very important to the organization. Who's on your board? The board members consist of Dan Whalen, she's our chairman, Elaine Chavano, Bob Larson, who's a pretty renowned epidemiologist. He's retired now, so a good person to have during a pandemic. Russ Johnson, who's a longtime member of the board and a volunteer there, and then Andy and myself. Great. And as we set up front, uh, John, you're the president of the organization. Andy, you're the vice president. Yes. Andy, what facilities are there at the altitude for those who've never been there? I think we're very lucky in that there's a lot of smaller communities in southern Colorado who have no fitness facilities. And then there are even places as big as Canyon that have fitness facilities with no swimming pools. So we have one of the things that we have that is a tremendous benefit is a full-size swimming pool with lap with lanes in it. That's a huge benefit. And the reason I say that, we've had... A number of man- members say they moved to West Cliff specifically because we're the only one in the area that has a swimming pool, and they wanted that. So there's a lot of communities that were ruled out by some members. We also have a nice exercise room where we do all kinds of classes. Right now we have, I was looking this morning, we have 16 classes per week. So that's quite a few classes with trained instructors. That includes aerobics, water aerobics, Latin dance, uh, yoga, 
Pilates. So we offer a lot of different options for people, and we keep trying to add to that. Uh, we have a full-size weight room, a dry sauna, and then a men's and women's shower room. So we're very fortunate to have that comprehensive a facility. We keep upgrading, like in the weight room, we've got some new, brand new equipment that we put in this year. So we keep trying to upgrade to keep it useful. I know when I drive by the parking lot and there's a lot of cars in there, I assume there's probably a class or two going on. What are the most popular activities, either from the classes or just the facilities? Swimming, of course. I think also we, we have a couple of programs, actually three now, that are a little bit different than programs because uh, they're open to anybody in the community, not just members. So we have our swim lesson and water safety program. I think that's one of the most important things we do is teaching Custer County's children how to swim. And that's saving lives eventually. Don't know which lives we're saving, but it's saving lives. We also have a kids gymnastics program, and we just started a kids yoga program. Like I said, it's open to anybody in the community, not just members of the community. I think uh, the classes are very popular. Yoga is a very popular class. The water aerobics has become a very popular class. That's that's take takes place in the pool, and we have a lot of people that come in and and use that weight room and cardio area. So, uh, treadmills and stair steppers and uh, and stationary bicycles are the cardio uh, equipment that we provide in the, in those spaces. Demographically, about thirty five percent of our members are sixty five and above. And then the rest are spread pretty evenly uh, between what I'd call young boomers, Gen X, and millennials. Andy, how about the hours of the facility for members? Okay. Well, that's one of the things we really like about the program as well is it's a 24-hour facility. So you could come in if, if a sheriff's deputy gets off at 2 in the morning from a shift. Some people come in all hours, especially EMS, sheriff, and fire. And so it's 24 hours. We, our main program is Monday through Friday from 7 to 6. Is that correct? Yes, currently. And then on Saturday mornings from 8 to noon, it's open. But the rest of the time, people can access it with their card and get full access to the facility. And so the only thing that's closed on the weekends and at night is the swimming pool. Yes, that makes perfect sense that you need to be worried about safety with a, with a pool Lifeguards on duty? Lifeguards are on duty two days a week. Mm -hmm. We have a policy that is insurance-driven that says that you have to have an adult or guardian for every two children that you bring in. Let me ask about membership. How, how are the membership numbers now, and how did they compare to, say, five years ago? And, and how about through COVID? Was COVID a, a big time or a small time? COVID took its toll on the organization. So at the end of last year, coming out of COVID, we had 151 members. Now we are about 410 members. So we've almost tripled membership. So that's a huge number. Uh, how does that 400 plus number compared to a few years ago? Going back a few years ago, we, we don't have the data. Okay. I have the data going back to the beginning of last year and a little bit beyond, but we added new software about three years ago that actually gives us 
you know, that historical data in great detail. We just didn't don't have it going back that far. Okay. Andy, COVID took out a lot of businesses during the, those two years. How about the fitness facilities around the country? Okay. So that's a good question. And a lot of large fitness facilities went under during COVID during that two years and no longer exist. And they sold off their equipment. We had a strategy when, when COVID started, which we're very proud of, which was people were allowed to get into the club, but we did social distancing. So for example, in the weight room, my wife and I would reserve the whole weight room for an hour, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday at, say, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, and no one else was in the room. And then at 10 o'clock, another couple would come in. So we were able to maintain a pretty consistent role of people coming in. The other thing is that we had not a single evidence of transmission of COVID during that two-year period, which we're real proud of. And so consequently, we were able to keep going and not go under during COVID because of the way we approached it. Okay. Andy, there's a new insurance program I know that you've been working on, Renew Active. Tell us about that and how it affects folks in the community and your organization. Okay. So there's two very large organizations in Colorado. One is United Healthcare, which is the largest health insurer in the world, and Public Employees Retirement Association, or PIRA. If people are a member of either one of those, they're eligible for something called Renew Active. And prior to January 1st of this year, a lot of, of United Healthcare people were on Silver Sneakers. They phased that out for most of their members. And now people who were Silver Sneakers getting free membership can get Renew Active. And through that, they can get a free membership to our club. The way people can check on that, if they're a former PIRA employee or a United Healthcare employee, they can go online to the, the uh, United Healthcare Renew Active site. Just type in a few things like their name, their insurance number. And then if they're eligible, it'll give them a, a code. And all they have to do is walk in, hand that to our staff, and they get a card which is usable 24 hours a day. Okay. And how will that potentially affect the organization? Uh, how many folks do you think might partake? Well, we just enlisted. We worked on it for quite a while, and we just finally got it going at the end of May. We, at this point, we have 37 people who are, have free memberships through Inact, okay. Renew Active, and that keeps climbing every week. Okay, so that could be significant for the community and the organization. As we run short of time here, let's go back to talking about the pool. As someone who's owned a pool, there's a lot of maintenance involved. There's quite a bit of expense. How has that hit the organization? And tell me about the the grant the organization received, which was quite large. Where does that go? Are you in the midst of spending that? Uh, What's the status? So we're quite different than a lot of uh, nonprofits. We've got this fairly large facility, uh, over 10,000 square feet, large swimming pool, and and we're energy intensive. So we spend about $1,000 a month on electrical and uh, had been spending about uh, $2,000 a month on propane. So one of our objectives for this year and the next year is energy efficiency. One of the first things we did, and we got some smaller grants to support this, is we replaced our aging, very inefficient pool boiler. So it was operating, it was 17 years old, operating probably less than 50% efficient. We replaced that with a 90%, 95% efficient boiler. And that boiler is operational since May and is currently saving us about $1,000 a month in propane costs. The other thing that we were 
interested in doing was a photovoltaic system, a PV system, that would offset 100 or more percent of our electrical costs. And we recently got a grant. It's federal money through the county associated with COVID for $138,000. That will be going in place in the next two to four months, depending on lead times and and approvals from the state and and, uh, from the uh, town of Silvercliff. But that will start saving us $1,000 a month uh, in, in electrical costs. And over the life of the system, well over $400,000 in savings. That sounds quite significant to the organization, for sure. Gentlemen, as we run short of time here, what if folks needed more information? Maybe they wanted to explore the Renew Active program or any other piece. How would they best get more info? Okay, so there's the easiest way would be to look on the Renew Active website. Just type that in. It has a locator, so it'll, it'll show what gyms in the area accept Renactive, which includes us, it then has an easy way to log on and decide if you're eligible or not, or people can come into the club and we'd be happy to walk them through it. Great. Andy and John, thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, Gary. We've been visiting with John Van Doren, President of the Board, and Andy Bolton, Vice President of the Board of Altitude Community Fitness. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.